What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. Laura, what do you have? Yeah, guys. So I'm a huge fan of Victoria's Secret. I always loved their bras, but I loved Victoria's Secret Angels. But they are no longer going to be Victoria's Secret Angels. They are gone. They said bye-bye to them because they want to rebrand and they want to be more inclusive, which I adore because... I never looked like those girls. <laughs> so I always thought I couldn't shop there. So they have Megan Rapino, Eileen Gu, I hope I said her name right, Paloma Elsesser, mm-hmm. and Priyanka Chopra Jonas. That Ooh, are gonna oh, be. Priyanka. She's gorgeous. She is Beautiful. gorgeous. Yes. So oh, there's, they are. want to be a Jonas brother. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord, right? Ooh. Yeah, so they're moving away from the typical quote-unquote Barbie look. And I love that, man, because not every girl looks like that. And honestly, as much as I wanted to shop there, I could never, I, I actually never felt comfortable going into that store because I felt like I didn't belong. So having women that represent a vast majority of us, I love that. I love that they're rebranding and kind of going with the times and staying away from the typical, if you don't look like that, you're not hot. Oh, yeah, man. I think that, of course, you got to have. And, you know, for women, it's it's weird that that didn't develop, uh, that it took so long to develop that. Because for men, they disguise it very simple for you, right? They got, like, big and tall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you big and, or you tall, we got you. And those stores have been around forever. But you're right. For ladies, it, 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 it felt like they were marketing themselves in a way that it was pricing certain people out. I mean, and by pricing, I mean, like, pushing them out and not into what their line was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm with you. Yeah. So, but the I mean, angels are gone. So that means no angels show anymore. Like, it feels like the women have already canceled them and they're just trying to stay irrelevant is what it looks like. Right. I mean, you know, the CEO has already been dismissed for saying very misogynistic and sexist things and blah, 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 blah. We don't need to revisit that. It looks like, yes, it's a good thing, but it feels like the motivation is wrong, Laura, in my opinion, because it's reactionary to the chastising that they received and not this epiphany that we need to oh everyone's not 95 pounds in the world no <laughs> children no you, it's go, hard you still go to the stores in the mall though oh i do i was just yeah. in the mall this past weekend really absolutely and i went because I, I i went to the mall for something took my daughter we had to go to dick sporting goods to get her something for one of her uh activities mm-hmm. and we went and i said do you want to walk around and shop for a little bit yeah so we did we had to wait for something to get uh, a racket to get strung and then we uh, we walked around for a little bit, and I was like, all right. So I walked into a store. I tried on a shirt. I'm like, oh, I like this shirt. And I go, do you like this shirt, Ari? She's like, yeah, Daddy, take that. And so I got that. I tried on a couple shirts. I even tried on a jacket. It was a little too pricey for me, um, a little too rich for my blood. But she wanted me to get it. She's like, no, Dad, really, seriously, you should buy that. I'm like, you're seven. Shut up. Don't talk like that. <laughs> um, and, and then I Don't put- tell me I look good the jacket back on the rack and i so i asked her on the way out i said do you want to come back to the mall with daddy and go shopping she's like yeah and so the, people do go to the mall the mall well, George, i went to the delamo mall in torrance it was packed let me tell you something um when your daughter gets older because my daughters have turned into teenage young women and when they were a little bit younger than they are right now they say dad we need to go to victoria's secret and i would take my three daughters to victoria's secret Ooh. And, and i'll tell you i'm gonna give a piece of advice for all the parents out there who probably have figured this out Target got stuff that's just as good. I mean, I'm telling you, once you get your kids to get over Victoria's Secret and say Target's fine, dude, Target got great stuff at much better prices. Um, shopping with your daughter is a Victoria's Secret. Mm. A little uncomfortable. I'm sure that, that had to be weird the first few times. Very weird, especially when they picked out underwear. 
Now, did you now were they okay with eventually moving over to Target? Because I feel like that's just like again a branding thing. Um, surprisingly, now I can get them to go. Hey, Dad, need bras, panties, whatever. Let's go to Target. I'm like, yes. Yes. So, are are you still buying, or are they spending their own money? No, no. Now they can go on their own. Oh, see, that's why they went to Target. There you go. Because yeah. <laughs> it's their money. Yeah. <laughs> when it was your money and they were younger and you were buying, it was daddy's credit card, then it was a little different. Yeah, yeah. These girls are growing up, man. I'm telling you. Good jobs. You know who else is growing up? Tell us. Lonzo Ball's daughter. Watching him right now on Instagram, doing like a little pop a shot little thing with her. She's so pretty. She's so adorable. We need to bring Zell home, y'all. We need to bring oh, Zell back. You think the Lakers need to bring him back? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't talk about the radio station. <laughs> well, I mean, you never know. I don't know. We you need know to bring – the Lakers should consider okay. bringing him back home. So let, let's end what you need to know, and let's have that conversation very quickly. Okay. Let, uh, so I, I, I'm in favor of it, but w- what is Lonzo Ball? Because we've – I think we, you and I may have had this discussion off the air, LZ, where, you know – a, a point guard or even a combo guard, right, who can do it all, starter is a different price point than even a starter slash role player who has certain things they excel at and other things they don't, right? Those are two completely different price points and separated probably by almost $10 million a year. Yes. I'm just I'm not saying it's going to happen. Oh, I'm I'm just putting it on my list. Like Okay. When I think of the options, having Zoe back on the team feels right. I think he's in a better place. I think the team is in a better place, and I think that the city would like to have one of their homegrowns maybe grow up, you know, in that purple and gold. Cuz I think Lonzo was a bit when he was here and Greg, you were running a, uh, a a Lakers fan site at the time, so you probably would be the best gauge of this. I feel like Lonzo was slightly polarizing when he was a Laker. He was, he was. very polarizing. He was very polarizing, but we know all the factors why. And I don't. Do you think, think it was? It, I don't think it was just all of our. No, I said the factors. I use plural, and oh. I think now everyone's in a different place. That's what I was trying to say. He's different. We're different. Um, now, obviously, if he wants you know, a certain price point and people are offering a certain price point, then, you know, good luck to your young man, go on. But if he's in a price point that we're operating in, then I would like to see him back. I think that he could help us. It just depends on what you're looking for out of Alonzo, right? Like, if you want him to right. get put up 16 points a game, you're not no, no, going to no, no. get that. We don't, we don't need him no. to right, save exactly. us anymore. But that's why he was so polarizing, because Laker right. fans want him to put up all these points, but they didn't see right. all he, everything he, else he He's a decent he shooter now. He's a decent, he's a decent shooter, shooter now. now. He's an excellent defender. He, he's, st- he, he's a good defender. I don't know about excellent. I would he, say he's good. Excellent. He's, he's mm, excellent. Not for me. Young guys don't play defense, LZ. No, no, That's he's a, he was always a guy that liked to play I mean, defense. he was always a guy that played defense. That's why I was But I don't think he's that, excellent. But. I don't think he's excellent. I think he's excellent. Maybe in a, maybe in a team setting he is. I don't think he's a, a great individual defender. Um, and he is a guy offensively, still can't create his own shot, um, can shoot the ball. So he's if, if someone some playing with LeBron, clearly he's going to be open. Um, so he's, he's cre- helped himself there. And, and in transition, he's amazing. Um, helping others, so yeah, like I, I think he has a a a place on the on on a roster like that. 
I think he's a player that helps you win. But would you rather that or option B, which is Eric? I don't know if people know who this is, but Eric Kareen is a longtime La- Raptors reporter and beat reporter uh-huh. in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he suggested on a podcast that Kyle Lowry and the Lakers is still a real thing, in his opinion. I, I saw that um, earlier today, and, you know, I was like, cool. You know, cool. As I said, I'm just on Instagram looking at Zoe's page. He's got his, you know, adorable daughter. They're having a lot of fun. And I just started thinking about all the things that he is probably managing right now. The younger brother comes in the league. I'm sure he's happy for him. But he won the MVP that he was supposed to win, mm-hmm. right? Oh, rookie look, of the year, you're saying. I mean, yeah, rookie of the year, sorry. Yeah. I, I think about the fact that he knows that he was traded for a player that delivered the championship he was supposed to bring. I think about the fact that um, when you think of that team, the first person you think of is Zion. It was supposed to have been him. <laughs> He's the name. But he got easily supplanted. So when I think about all the things that he is managing and still yet I haven't seen him lash out in any negative way, that's the kind of personality I like in a locker room. Somebody who can handle their business Really tough business, but still keep it professional. Still keep their heads about them. You don't have to worry about them. Kaplan, let me ask you this question. Yeah, go because ahead. Lonzo Ball yeah. was supposed to be a, a superstar, and he's mm-hmm. a good player, right? Like, you know, there. You can look across sports, right? Football, baseball, basketball, etc. There's guys that that happens to, right? That are supposed to be superstars. But they have good, long careers, even though they didn't meet those particular expectations. Do he, To Elsie's point, he does feel like he's okay understanding who he is at this point. And I think that he's always been very mature, even for a young man. But do you, would you rather have a guy like that who seems to be in the, headed in the right direction from understanding his role on a team with LeBron James and Anthony Davis with championship aspirations because he's younger and can help them. destinations to you, sir. Um, or do you believe that you, at this stage, you just have to go all in if you're going to fix the point guard position is not named Dennis Schroeder, that Kyle Lowry is the guy you have to chase? No, I think because he's I, a veteran you know, when, and a champion. When LZ said Lonzo Ball to the Lakers, my first thought was, really, do we, do we need that? Then LZ said, well, he's in a different place. I would call that he's been humbled, if you will. Um, getting out of L.A. and getting his father out of the spotlight, if you will, and going someplace and all the things you just documented about who he was supposed to be and who he's turned into, I would say he's been humbled and would be a really good time. However, I got to go make sure it's okay with LeBron. I mean, we're talking about making moves here. Has anybody checked with LeBron? Yo, LeBron, are you okay with Zoe? Supposedly are you okay with still him? Talk. Supposedly they still talk to this day. Right, but if you ask LeBron at age 36, going to be 37 next year, would you rather have Kyle Lowry or Lonzo? My guess is he'd probably rather have Kyle Lowry. But that's not the comparison, though. Right, but that's what we're not, really I'm, talking about. I'm not talking about, you know, that, because Lonzo's not that player to be compared to a Kyle Lowry. So I'm not doing that to him in this assessment. Mm-hmm. I'm comparing him to players that, you know, he's on that same level with, whether it's age and experience or whether yeah. it's skill set. Yeah. And uh, I my, think about my, it and I go, would you rather have Zoe right now or would you rather have Kuz? My objection to that, well, I think Kuz is not going to be here. But my objection to that, or not objection, right, but my, my pushback to that would be just timeline. 
right? Like, I, I, I feel you about bringing him home. I just don't know if he fits the timeline. Now, maybe if they rearrange the roster and you can have – I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible. Perhaps you can have both, right? Maybe you can figure out something for Kyle Lowry and then find a way to get Lonzo here. I don't know how feasible that is from a financial standpoint, but, you know, look, stranger things have happened. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. we're going to open it up to the phones. We'll get people's thoughts. You know, like, what do you think of Lonzo returning? What do you think of this Lowry rumor? And, of course, we've been talking about pressure. Who has the most pressure on them this postseason at the moment? I voted for Paul George. Uh, most people have laughed me out of the room except my man Conrad in, the, in Orange County. Uh, shout out to you. And uh, we got a lot of people on hold still wanting to talk about that, so we will get to those calls in just a moment, so stick around. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Yes, sir. Happy birthday to Tupac. We miss him. By the way, every day at 6.15 this week, we've been uh, hitting up our Harris Resort SoCal VIP package winners from Father's Day, which includes a one-night stay and a $100 resort credit. And today we have Phil Gallegos from Whittier who joins us here. Phil, thank you for joining us. Congratulations. So your wife, Melissa, wrote this about you. She said, my husband, Phil, is not only a great father and a great man, he provides our family and for our family and is a constant steady presence in the lives of our five and seven year old he works full time but still makes time when he gets home to play video games with our kids take them to ba- basketball practice or just hang out with them and give me a night off to go to church or hang out with friends or some much needed me time he's even an older brother and father figure to his other kids he volunteers every friday night and sunday morning at church as a youth leader for our group he's also very generous and selfless when my brother came on hard times he immediately volunteered to send money and even asked my parent, asked his parents if he could, uh, if they could donate. When my parents' um, washer and water heater recently broke, he asked how much, and immediately volunteered to pay half the cost to replace them. Lastly, he's a huge sports fan. I mean, literally, we named our son James Worthy Gallegos, and I know he That's loves right. you guys and listens each and every day. Sitting in traffic, please consider him. Uh, so, congratulations to you, um, nice. your wife Melissa. Shout out to her as well. Awesome, thank you. That's ninety-five percent true. <laughs> well, I I'm going to what I feel is probably the most important question, which is this: um, If James Worthy is healthy in 1991, oh, do they win the championship? And Michael is still looking. Oh, of course, easily, no question. You are a good man, Phil. Your wife was right. But yes. wait, but Phil, I got to ask you a question. Why did you choose James Worthy? Of all of the Showtime Lakers, what made you name your son James Worthy Gallegos? Well, I had to be a little incognito. I couldn't name my kid Magic or 
or Kobe or Shaq, right? So <laughs> I mean, you could have. <laughs> so you but just like went with James. James. Worthy. That's not necessarily hiding. Man, worthy for the middle. Well, name. you know, I could just hide it with the W. Just James W. That's it. Has James go. Worthy ever met your son? Have you ever contacted James to let him know? No, I've been to I've been to like Laker games. I've been to I've tweeted them and I've, I've uh, but no, yeah, James Worthy has not met James Worthy. Well, we oh, we'll, we'll we'll see what we can do. We'll, we, you know, we we don't talk. To I'm texting him right now. Okay, there you go. LZ talks. I, I, right I did buy uh, James Worthy an autographed uh, uh, card of James Worthy so as a keepsake. So uh, awesome, awesome. Oh, cool. Well, listen, Phil. Thank you for joining us, brother. Congratulations on the win here, and of course, shout out to Melissa as well, your lovely wife, and and enjoy yeah, that. Melissa, Har- she's she's the real MVP. Okay, there you go. And you guys enjoy that Harris Resort SoCal VIP package, a one-night stay and a $100 resort credit, okay? Awesome. Thank you, guys. Listen to you every day. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Right on for that, man. That's cool. All right, so there's Phil Gallegos. We have another winner tomorrow and the next day. uh, We will continue to do that. Don't forget to nominate a coach. We're doing coaches. Um, and just folks that are involved in sports, 710 ESPN wants you to honor volunteer coaches and youth sports leaders by honoring them and awarding him or her an honorary ESPY. So if you know a youth sports coach or a leader who's contributed to their local communities, you can nominate them today by hitting us up at Marketing at ESPN.com. That's the email. So email Marketing at ESPN.com. Include first and last name and city and a short paragraph on why they deserve an honorary ESPY. Oh, Three George, finals. wait until your kids, dude, are playing sports to where you can coach them, the soccer team, the Little League baseball nope, team. I'm not coaching them. I'm letting oh, them do that. Dude, I did it all. I did youth soccer, Little League baseball, basketball. I mean, you name it, I coached it. Um, and the beauty of coaching is when you coach kids when they're little and then you get to see them develop and get through high school. I got like three, four kids right now. One plays at Stanford. One plays at Arizona State. Uh, one plays at Arizona. All baseball kids that I coached when they were little That's kids. Awesome. All, yeah, And I love it, man. So to yeah. all those coaches out there, so much love and respect. I, listen, I, I, I'm, I respect the fact that you did that. I just know my own temperament. <laughs> so, so, so I, I, <laughs> right. I, and look, I'll give you a quick story before we get back to the calls here. I know my own temperament. I know my blood. I know my line of blood, okay? I will be great with other people's kids. Great with other people's kids because I did – teach a lot of children i mean i've told this story before i grew up a martial artist i taught martial arts from literally the age of like 11 until college okay so i know how to handle kids but my own kids is i think it's just tough so like my dad for example may rest in peace when my oldest brother was playing uh baseball back then as a youth player uh back then the the parents would would volunteer to umpire and my brother hated any time my dad was the umpire because he would call the tightest strike zone in the world when he was pitching. <laughs> and he would literally just, like, throw a ball right there, right on the corner, paint it perfect, and my dad would be like, ball. And my brother would, like, throw his hands up. Like, are you kidding me? Like, so it's like, I, you know, I kind of have some of that in me. I know my bloodline. So yeah. I, I'm going to stay out of that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I got to like, tell you, I, real quick story for you. Recently, I went to go see uh, a soccer game with these two high schools. And it was a one nothing game, and they were in extra time. And the girl who was the goalkeeper on the team that was losing, and they were the defending champs, she was a girl that I've, I've literally watched since she's a little kid. Anyway, long story short, she makes this spectacular save. Otherwise, it would have been 2 nothing, and the game was over. Guys, I don't know why. I swear to God, I don't know why. I start hysterical crying. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I was like, I was crying. Wow. I loved that she played every last 
second she was not going to give up like some cheap goal late. Like she, I'm telling you, it was a spectacular. And I don't know why. I started balling. I'm like, I've known this little kid's forever. I'm That's watching awesome. her play her last That's game. Cool. I just love the kids, man. I love coaching. I think it's great. That's cool. Yeah. I'm a big Elsie, baby. could you coach or no? I have coached. Um, oh, good. Coached my son in soccer. Yeah. Um, could not manage track and field. Uh, the coach and I didn't see eye to eye. Right. <laughs> it's close to the eye sure. to my fist, but um, I didn't get there. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's fun. I like the explaining the game on a, on a deeper level with the kids you know that can handle it. Right. Like, that's my favorite part. You know, it's like doing the basics with everyone is fine and dandy. But when the little kid pieces it together and they start asking about the wrinkles of a game, that's when it's like, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Now you're learning. Yeah. That is cool. That is fun. I, hey, LZ, I one time had a little league team. We went 0-19. Oh, my God. We could not win a game to save our lives. Nothing would go right for this team, these poor kids. When we finally won our last game, our 20th game, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. When we won this game, you would have thought we won Game 7 of the World Series with a walk-off Grand Slam. And that one win was everything. It's what all those kids will remember the rest of their lives. It wasn't the 19 losses and the humiliation. It was the one win they won yeah, you're at right. the end of the they year, will. man. That's no, true. they're going to remember those 19 losses, too. Yeah, you're probably they tell right. the story, they're going yeah, yeah, they they to remember. But they right. will remember more fondly the one win. <laughs> <laughs> <There's no> <laughs> right. LZ, I see these kids on occasion. They're like, hey, coach. Remember that year we started off 0-19? I'm like, yeah, like, but I remember game 20, Jack. I was like, yeah. no, man, athletes don't just remember the wins. They remember the losses, too, man. Um, let's go to Ryan in L.A. Ryan, what up, man? Guys, so for, for, for a movie with the song that is synonymous with the film, I'm going with Stuck in the Middle with you, Reservoir Dogs. Okay, that's a good one. Okay. I, think, I, think it's pretty icon- I think it's pretty iconic, right, Tarantino? Like well, one of the any most Tarantino iconic, uh, movie to me is iconic. But I, see, yeah. I would think like Pulp Fiction. Yeah, like Jungle um, Boogie. Ha- yeah, Jungle Boogie is the song, I think. Yeah. Look at that, Cap. You finally got a good song there in that. How about that? You, you went with like the that? B-side of the of Vision <laughs> Quest earlier. Yeah. yeah how did you even But I was, also gonna say, I was also going to say to you real quick about the pressure thing. So here's the deal with Paul George and why don't, I don't think he has that. It's because he, this is not how that team was constructed. It was not him in mind to be that guy. Now – does he have some pressure now? Yeah, but for most Clipper fans, they're just expecting, like, yeah, it's over. Like, it, it, it's Kawhi and Paul George playing together that they have this massive kind of, like, advantage. So without him, I don't, I don't know if that falls. And then Giannis, it's tough, too, because, like, if Durant was not in that game yesterday and it was Kyrie and it was James Harden playing – I would say, yeah, Giannis, you're expected to, to win that game. But it's just like all those times LeBron was counted out. He's the best player on the floor. That's all that you need to know. Durant is the best player on the floor. And everyone's like, ah, I think they're done. I'm like, is Durant hurt? No? Okay, then they're going to win most likely. Like, that's just how it is in basketball. It's like, who is the best player on the floor? Most, more often than not, that player is going to win the game. More times than not. So, with, even with Giannis, I don't agree with that. It's like, I, I, in these series right now, it's like Embiid. Embiid should win that series. The fact that they're 2-2 in that series shows me more about the status of that Philly team being kind of like pretenders than anything else in the playoffs. Because I, I didn't expect the Bucks to win that series. Nor did I Thank expect them to win that game. Because, again, Durant's better. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, sir. Uh, I mean, I think part of that is also Embiid got 
is hurt. You know, like he's playing with a torn meniscus. I, I, I need to understand something, Laura. Laura, are you there? I'm here, I'm here. How did I not know Eve and Trina were currently in the verses right now? I don't know. You sleeping. Yeah, it was Holy on Twitter sleeping. all over. God, all I can't over believe you didn't today. know that. Oh, my God. You, of all people, I'm I mean, shocked. Me. I mean, I mean, everybody shook. knows that. I know. 330,000 people yeah. are watching these two sisters on stage lip sync. Hey, man, Trina, speaking of the Nets and KD, you remember when she when she was dating James Harden and that thing went sideways during that finals in 2012? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Like, they got and everyone thought she was a double too. agent because she was from Miami. You know what I mean? Like she was doing it on purpose. Everybody's watching this. Nisa Nash just put something out there. Missy Elliott put something out there. Everyone is watching this, trying to see what other celebrities are watching this versus right now. Essence Magazines gave it a shout out. Victor Cruz. This is crazy. These two icons are holding it down. Cap, you have no idea who I'm talking about. No, no idea. Yes, no. <laughs> and I tried, to, I tried to put it on you like, come on, LZ, really? You didn't know about this? Come on, yeah, everybody yeah, knows yeah, about yeah. this. All right, coming up next, we got Big Deal or No Deal, the highest rated segment on this show, Big Deal or No Deal. And thank you for making it that. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Oh, before we get to Greg speaking of big deals, it's a big deal if you call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. Call my friends at Sam and Ash Injury Law at 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000 because you deserve what's right. What's right, Greg? All right, Sedona, we'll start with you. I'm starting with you a lot today for some reason. Mm-hmm. LaMelo Ball was named the Rookie of the Year today over yes. Anthony Edwards of the Minnesota Timberwolves and Tyrese Halliburton of the Sacramento Kings. Is this a big deal or no deal? Um, I mean, look, it's a big deal. I think it's a big deal to win that award. I think it's a prestigious award. I thought that LaMelo's injury made it a little closer than uh, some people may have anticipated. And Anthony Edwards did come on really late. Like, he was really, really good late in the year. He he developed um, certainly in the second half of the season, which made it for an interesting race. Uh, but I do think it's a big deal, man. That's that's That award, if you look at some of the, the historical figures who have won it, uh, have gone on to be some of the greatest players in the sport. No deal for me, man. Just these individual awards, especially these Rookie of the Year awards, they just, whether it's Justin Herbert in the NFL or LaMelo Ball, it just doesn't really, doesn't really register on my radar. No deal. It's a big deal. Um, in a lot of ways, it's signaling that, um, you know, the league has accepted the Ball family, and hence meaning they've also accepted, to a certain degree, LeVar. Mm-hmm. But it's also a big deal because, speaking of LeVar, I'm going to give him his flowers once again because we clowned him, and a lot of it, he wanted to be clowned. That was part of the mechanism he wanted to use. But 
Never forget, this is a man that had Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan pick his boys to play for their team. Mm-hmm. And one of them just picked up a rookie of the year. So flowers to you, man. You you spoken into existence. Can't deny it. Hey, how about this? How about an early happy Father's Day, LeVar? How about there that? Go. There you go. Uh, what's next, Greg? On to the next one. All right, Cap. Kendall Jenner has dated some high-profile men, including Harry Styles and currently Devin Booker. None of them have ever appeared on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, though. This is all at the request of Jenner. She has a rule that no boyfriends are allowed on the show until at least a year, and even then, that may not happen. She wants to make sure of their intentions. Is this a big deal or no deal? I'm going to say no deal. Um, I get it. I mean, I do. Like, what, what, what's the deal here? Are we, are we together? Are we a thing? Or are we a thing because you want to be on the show because that's going to get you more Instagram followers? So I say keep them all off the show until you feel like the commitment is there. So I'm going, no deal, because I do the same thing. So let me get this straight. The business model has been attach my name to big name celebrities so that my Twitter and Instagram followers explode. And now that they've reached a certain mountaintop, they want to, like, pretend as if that rule is no longer in place or something. (laughs) Is that what you're trying to tell me? That's exactly right. Man, come on. Get out of here. Tell them. Tell them. Tell them. Oh, that trash, man. Stop. (laughs) Right. Once you reach a certain status. No deal, man. No deal. You you dating Chris Humphreys and anything you can get a hold of that raises up your profile. And as soon as you're a billionaire, you're like going, yeah, I need to know your your, your intentions with my heart. Right. I'm not helping stop. you. I'm not helping you. <laughs> you don't come on the show and get all those Instagram followers from me. I don't help you. Uh, no deal, man. I'm with those. It's silly. Go ahead. What's next? <laughs> on to the next one. All right, LZ. Uh, Kevin Durant was incredible last night. He played every minute of that Man, game. The truth. Best, best game he's ever played, I think. Best game he's ever played. Or the best game I've ever watched. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Easy. So Reggie Miller decided to tweet out after oh, the game. Oh, I saw this. Jesus. I'm just... <laughs> so I know where Sedano's going to go. Uh, he's tweeted out, I'm just going to throw this out there and see what the responses will be. If you're if you're Steve Nash... By the way, famous last words whenever you start that, <laughs> when you start a sentence that way, Reg. I love you, but come on, man. If you're Steve Nash and the Nets, would you sit James Harden and Kevin Durant in Game 6 because of the heavy minutes tonight and push all your chips to the center of the table for Game 7? Is this a big deal or no deal? He's never been approached or had his name floated out there as like a front office person or like a coach no. or anything, has he? No, no, Okay, no. all right. No. That's no deal, man. <laughs> I would have loved to have asked I, – I wish I could ask Reggie, and maybe he's listening. He lives in L.A. Reggie, how would you have felt if you were uh, James Harden or Kevin Durant and uh, – uh, you know, one of your coaches, Larry Brown or Larry Bird or any one of those guys would have asked you to sit out a playoff game if you were a little Those injured. great series you had against the Boston Celtics when you had Chuck Person as your running mate and right. you two were balling against the Celtics. Those series were always fantastic. What if old dude that came up yeah. to you and said, I'm going to sit you and Chuck down because y'all ball tonight and we're yeah. going to get him on the seventh game. Right, right. Or or forget that. Or those <laughs> Knicks series. Or, or, or those the, Knicks or, series. Or the Bulls exactly. series. Right. Like, come on, man. Yeah, stop, I think when, man. when Reggie's on TV, he's always saying things like, man, social media will blow up over this. It's like he's he's baiting everybody on a television broadcast to follow along and get involved with whatever it is that he's talking about. Could you imagine, by the way, if Steve Nash said to these, these guys, hey, by the way, um, coach's decision, you guys are out. You guys aren't playing. We're going to wait until game seven and push all our chips to the middle of the table. 
I mean, come on. Frank Vogel can't say that to LeBron, and Steve Nash can't say that to KD. They shouldn't say it to themselves. <laughs> you talk about the player, they shouldn't even have that thought in their own head, let alone expressing it to another human being. Next. Yep. Yeah, on to the next one. All right, Sedano, Jada Pinkett Smith celebrated the legacy of Tupac Shakur by putting one of the poems that he wrote for her while locked up in Rikers Island called Lost Souls. Uh, it's only a few lines, but uh, is, is this a big deal or no deal? I mean, I talked about it earlier, so big deal, yes. I, did you talk uh, about I, this exact thing? Did I, I did that? absolutely refer uh, to that. I was answering yes. phones. My, yeah. my it's okay. Fault. It's okay. It's not your fault. You were, if you, do, you were busy, that's fine. But yes, big deal. Anything Tupac today on his 50th birthday, big deal. We all know his relationship with Jada, so big deal. Very big I'm, deal. Very sweet. Yeah, I'm curious. I'd like to see it, and I'd also like to uh, I'd be curious to know, like, why now? But I guess 50th birthday, and that's cool. She always right, on to the next one. <laughs> I, I got to wait. All right, Kaplan. A man was on a last-minute JetBlue flight where he hadn't slept much the night before and asked the flight attendant for one of the snooze kits that the first class was offered. Mm -hmm. She said no, but someone in the first class area heard them, heard the man and said, which was, they call this the mint class, by the way, and Mm -hmm. overheard and gave the man their mask from the kit. The flight, a flight attendant came and asked for the mask back because the economy passenger are not allowed to use any mint class products and it got to a point that security had to be called. It ended with someone else in mint class giving the man an eye mask that wasn't mint branded. <laughs> Is this debacle a big deal or no deal? I'm going to say a big deal. I kind of would, before you got into the last part of it, I was like, oh, come on, this is no deal. But now that somebody was doing something nice and you couldn't even allow them to do something nice because, oh, my goodness, that's from the first class or the mint class, and, I, and you're back here in coach. Yeah, but the guy was nice enough. He heard. He just he was a polite person. He was, he was nice. No, no, it doesn't matter that he was nice. Yeah, but it was his. He, he got the first class. He got the package. It was his. It was his. And he gave it to me. No, 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 no. No, you can't have that. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And I Terrible. love JetBlue, but that's ridiculous. Horrible. As a matter of fact, next time I go on JetBlue, and I'm going to go because when I pick up mom, I'm coming back on JetBlue. I'm going to give my mask to somebody just on purpose now and see what they do. Yeah, they got that nice direct from Miami to LAX. That's good. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal, and this is why. Okay. They now have flights on Mint under $2,000 from, like, New York to, like, London. That's cheap, man. They do. They do have a badass flight from New York to London. And it's like an even better mint than the normal mint you get here domestically. It's like a souped up mint. Man, we I'm extra mint. Extra mint, not not something else. Extra mint. That story raises an eyebrow and a chuckle, but when it comes to finances, JetBlue's still good. Yeah. Yeah. I still love you, JetBlue. Don't take away See? my points or anything, but I'm gonna See? give away the mask to somebody. Yeah, and let your flight attendant or whoever just like like yeah, just fire back them out or whatever. You don't you know, need to do, deal with do that. what you do. Make someone escape goat and then keep it rolling. That's what you do anyway, businesses. So, whatever happened to that charcuterie plate? You remember that charcuterie plate George they used to have for people? Man, it was so delicious. But I still so think good. they give you the best. <laughs> Listen, I-, I know we're doing like bougie stuff right now, um, and one well, percent or nonsense right now. Over. But I tell everyone, I- I'll tell you this. I am so I, I think I've told you this story, LZ and, and Cap, that I you know I'm bringing mom over, but I've also invited my sister and my brother-in-law, okay, 
uh, to come visit us because, again, like my mom, they haven't seen the kids or us in 18 months other than FaceTime. So my sister just went back to work recently. Um, she had been off for a couple years and she decided to go back to work. Um, similar to my wife, who had been out for eight years of the workforce and back this week. Um, and, Congratulations, Kelly. And, and I said, um, I, so I told my, my, wife, my sister and my brother-in-law, I'm like, look, the kids are going to have a short summer because they're going to try to, you know, start school a little earlier, you know, in our district, et cetera. So, you know, can we just bring you out here instead of having to take a short trip with two little kids to Miami? She's like, for sure. So I booked them a mint uh, round trip because they had never flown first class. And I'm like, I'm going to do it because you're my sister and I love you. Um, and I love my brother-in-law too. He didn't get it. Don't get it twisted. He's but he's but you're, my, you're my sister and I'm going to do that for you. And I'm going to tell, and I'm going to tell them LZ, make sure you eat the breakfast because the breakfast is so damn good. Okay. They let you pick from six damn different things. Okay. And you get to pick three of them. That is if you get ever get an experience, if you could upgrade a flight, if you can get on their miles and find a way to upgrade on flights, Go do it because it is the best experience going on American uh, flights. It's not even close, dog. Not even close, JetBlue, that to everybody else. It's pretty good, man. It's pretty good. And, and, and they ain't paying me to say any of that, okay? I'm telling you because I fly all the time. LZ flies all the time. Scott flies all the time. We fly a lot. And I am telling you there is no better experience than JetBlue overall in all these, with all these um, domestic carriers. It's pretty Sorry, the only, Southwest. The only flight that, that's not great, and if Mr. JetBlue or Mrs. JetBlue is listening, please write this down. That flight into Hartford, man, that ain't cute, dog. <laughs> I don't know what plane that is. Have you ever flown? It's bad. That, it's, it's not good, man. Yeah, yeah. It's not good. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like they're doing it on purpose. Like they're punishing us for flying into Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but here's what, I, here's what I do. You fly into White Plains. That sounds racist. No, White Plains, New York, man. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> you could do that, and you can actually, you, it's easy, because then you get into, like, the nice part of Connecticut, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, down okay. there by New York. Hang out with, like, Hannah Storm and, like, Jalen and all them, you know? All I can tell you about JetBlue is from the coach section back here, you know, um, having DirecTV for the entire flight is it's awesome. It's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. And listen. I don't understand how every other airline at this stage can't do what JetBlue does with their with their TVs. By the way, we're talking about Virgin the other day. What was the Branson, right? Richard yeah. Branson. Mm -hmm. He did that when he had the airline for a minute. He was trying to Virgin compete was, with JetBlue. It was Virgin was nice, dog. Yeah, yeah real nice. The purple Virgin lighting was real nice, right? Yeah, it right. was fun. It was, it was nice. Like you walked and into fun. a W hotel lobby. Right, and oh, yeah. and they had the same concept as JetBlue. They had you had twenty, you had TVs with with you know twenty something channels or whatever. JetBlue's upgraded now on those long on those flights from you know everybody on the plane on those uh, trans uh, transcontinental flights from like LA oh, to New okay. York or LA yeah. to Miami or whatever. They um they've got a hundred channels now of Directv for you. I used to feel like an imposter with Virgin because Virgin felt like an airline I shouldn't be able to afford. Right. Right, and I guess that's the reason why I folded because <laughs> because it was probably not <laughs> capable of sustaining those prices. Exactly. Yeah. Really? Did Virgin yeah. fold? Oh yeah, yeah. Long time into ago. another, yeah, into hmm. another airline wow. company. You used well, to have a really good flight to Seattle. I used to take all the time. That's I yeah, love yeah. Virgin. But but if you if you got to fly, I this is a life hack for you. If you got to fly somewhere, check JetBlue first. Because I bet you their prices are pretty competitive, and you just get more amenities, man. They actually, you know, you even if you're in coach, they sit, you can buy real like food that's actually pretty good to eat, right? Um, you know, for a few bucks, 
I think it's like $7 or something for one of those things if you don't want to bring something to the flight. And just to your point, Cal, the TV, man. Yeah. And they got more room and coach than anybody. Anybody. Like leather seats, the whole deal. Like, yeah, look. I feel like they owe us some money. Because we didn't. They do. Because we just gave them a big promo. Seriously. Big promo, man. If the 710 sales team doesn't immediately tomorrow take this and find somebody at JetBlue and go, yo, we got to do bidding it together. I mean, come on. For real. We should. We should. I mean, look, man. Y'all know I spent a lot of money on there. What's that? I would go to Vegas for JetBlue. Oh, look at really? that! I think they do have a Vegas flight. Really? They might. Oh, they do. They do. I was just messing around. Because <laughs> <laughs> that Raider right. Chiefs oh, game sounds that. good. I don't do that. If they have a JetBlue flight, that's where we're flying. Oh, man. You just said we will. So there you go. Yeah. All, All right, right. Coming up next, are we doing this hockey quiz still? We we can, but we don't have to. Oh, I don't know. Just saying. <laughs> that's that's what, what it says here. Sure, I have it. Okay, do we still have a lot of people it? on hold, though? Yeah, a lot of calls. Yeah, we have some. Yeah. Okay, if we still have a lot of people on hold, we're going to talk to these callers, man. These people have been waiting on a long time. I'm sorry. We got carried away talking about airline travel, but we are giving you a life hack. If you need to book a flight somewhere, go JetBlue, and I ain't getting paid. LZ's getting paid. Nobody get paid to say that. We're just helping you out. All right? Um, all right, we're back in two minutes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So, nostril waxing? It's a legit question. Why didn't you just use those little things that, that you can buy, like, at the, you know, like, those little electric shavers for your nose. I don't know, man. I got hairy ass nostrils, dude. What can I tell you, man? I mean, it's serious. Like it's a it's a deal. You know, like it's I got big old hairy nostrils. And I go to this girl who cuts my hair and she said to me, she's like, "You want me to wax them?" And I'm like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "I'll take this wax, I'll stick it up your nose, I'll take popsicle sticks, I'll hold on. When it gets really hard, I'll yank it all out and all this hair will come out of your nose." And now it's kind of like if you've ever shaved your head, it felt one way with your hair and it feels a totally different way bald. The inner part of my nostrils are totally bald. And I feel like I'm going to wind up getting myself sick because now like bacteria is going to fly into my nose. I think I may even rock a mask. I don't know. It hurt, but it, but they feel kind of good, though. Like I'm sticking my finger up my nose. It feels good. Anybody else ever get You're their nostrils picking waxed? your nose on the air. <laughs> well, I just stuck my finger up my nose like this. So... <laughs> can feel it <laughs> lz have you ever waxed your nostrils i just use that little you know razor tool like electric razor thing no in fact i actually posted on my feed like a few weeks ago of me just clipping my nose with the regular scissors oh yeah i did see that that's true yes yeah that's so right no no waxing or anything like that um seems extra to me but he was already there so it wasn't really extra because he was already there right yeah. but i cannot yeah. imagine making a hair waxing nose appointment. Like, yeah. that's just, yeah. Now, did you, you go know, for anything else, or was well, simply just that? No, I got a haircut also. You want to know the worst part, though? I got out of the, the salon, right? Salon, it's a super cuts, right? I got out, and I get in my car, and one of my nostrils, I'm kind of like, <laughs> like, I can't really breathe out of this one over here. So I stick my finger up my nose, thinking I'm, you know, going, you know, I'm going picking for something. Turns out, like, she left 
like, I don't wax. know, man, a ton of wax up in my nose. Oh. And I had to, like, really work hard, like, taking my yeah. pinky finger and sticking it, like, wait. I mean, dude, it was. Yeah. Laura, what happened? What are you going to say? She's not good, man. If she's leaving all them wax, they're supposed to clean when they wax you and make sure that you don't have any wax. I know. So she you should, like, go to another stick, one. A, stick a light up my nose or something, you know, and, like, see what's in there. And then have tweezers to pull it out. Yeah, that could be. Case. I feel like that's dangerous. She yeah. leaves stuff in your nose nasal passages, you know? Right. This is probably a bad idea. I don't think I'm going to get my nostrils waxed again. Yeah, just use the thing. You know, it just seems like a lot. It's a, very, it's a very a, sensitive area, Scott. Yeah, I, I, I'll just send you one for Father's Day. How about that? Like a little, little you know, thing, it's funny you say that. I was thinking about There's what I was going to get you two areas. fathers. Say again. What Laura? happened, Laura? I was like, because Greg said that that's a very sensitive area, and I'm like, there's other. There's sen- more sensitive areas. Yeah, that course, you gotta get sugared and stuff, you know, because I don't but, like waxing sugar. But you know, just man, other that, I don't know. That's just that's a small area. It's really it hurts. Like pulling out pulling out a, just one. You're not going to win this battle, Greg. Yeah, no, I'm not going to win. Not going to no, Greg. Yeah, no. <laughs> just stop, <laughs> stop, dog. Just, just stop. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, you need you're to right. know when to call you're it. Right. You're right. You're yeah. right. All right, let's go to the phones. Mulder in L.A. Mulder, what up? Mulder. Um, the film that I think is uh, very complimentary with a song. I would like to say uh, the Jurassic Park theme by John Williams. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're sure. right. I think yeah. But I was thinking more, Mulder. We were talking more about like songs that were also like hits. You know what I mean? Like like okay, bill, like so Billboard not. chart hits. Okay. All right. Well. Yeah. No. But this. Sorry, you're guys. right. I mean, you hear this song, you immediately think of "Welcome to Jurassic Park." I'm not disputing and, that. Part. And Universal Studios as well. Yeah. For sure. You know. All right, pal. Hey, well, thank you. Seven and, guys. Whoa! You. What? Oh, that makes He's, sense now. Clippers in seven. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Makes sense. I'm sure. Just hold your breath. No, don't do that. Bye, <laughs> 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 Mulder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, does anybody think tonight Paul George will oh, step up? Is that tonight? It is tonight. <laughs> <laughs> does anybody think he will step up and do what George suggested earlier? Take the pressure. And come through, even though he hasn't in the past. Does anybody give him a shot tonight to be something he hasn't been? Um, I believe that he is quite capable of having a great game statistically. Never, ever, ever, ever. Ooh, Laura. That's Laura right there using Kaplan's voice. (laughs) (laughs) I think he is able to have a great game statistically. But... Historically, what has always tripped him up hasn't always been the overall numbers, but when they come, when they arrive, what's the moments? So it's quite possible he can get 30 tonight. But in the last three minutes, and his three points separating the two, what's going on? Right. So you're saying the 30-point mark or whatever is not your issue. It's your issue in those last five minutes. Right. I mean, we all know. I mean, hell, we've we've all seen players who have great numbers, and you're always asking yourself, well, why can't they win? But when you go past just the numbers and actually look, you see that the numbers always come in moments when you don't need them the most. And when you need them the most, they don't show up. He didn't get clowned just because he shot the ball off the side of the backboard. He got clowned because when he shot the ball off the side of the backboard. Correct. Because a lot of dudes shoot the ball off the side of the backboard yeah. in like the second quarter, and people laugh, but it's not like that. Right. It's always the win with Paul. So mm-hmm. I, 
honestly, I really hope he comes through for him, right. for himself, yeah. for his sake. But I'm what? not really anticipating it. <laughs> Come on, Paul George. Prove everybody wrong. You ready? Here's the night no, that no, he no. has to No, no, no. Prove help. yourself right. Yeah. Don't, uh, don't worry about everybody else. Yeah, Prove correct. yourself right. That's You've been tweeting all this stuff. Go out and prove yourself right. Yeah, and here's what you should do tonight. Here's, here's the numbers that I think would, would really help the Clippers win tonight. 48 minutes, 49 points, 17 boards, 10 assists. <laughs> and right. well, and be KD. about close to 70% from the, from the field. How about that? Yeah, he's definitely not KD. He's Let me go to Eric KD? in Eastville. Eric, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Uh, I'll make this real quick. Um, I called in to say the pressure on Paul George. The pressure is on Paul George. He talked all that trash. For example, how he sent that tweet sending Dame home from Portland last year. Just the way he, he's more talk than walk. And uh, another thing, the, the I'm a younger, but the song I think of from a movie, Green Onions from the Sandlot, when they have that little face-off scene. And then uh, real quick, one more thing. I would love to have Lonzo back in purple and gold. Uh, I know he's not Rondo, but he has the potential to make plays like Rondo. Uh, now we would have... Uh, now it would be more like we just need a team to show up in the postseason. All right, pal. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Okay. Um, all right, we're done here. We're back tomorrow. We'll see what Paul George does. All we'll right. figure it out, and we'll uh, we'll discuss it tomorrow. LZ, excellent work as always. You too, brothers and uh, sister. Kaplan, excellent work as always. Hey, much love to all. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, much love to your nostrils too. Hope uh, those Dude, things. Dude, they feel so good. I got my finger in my left one right now. Yeah, it sounds like so good. a little cloggy. Yeah. Uh, all right, and Greg and Laura, great job. Uh, what do we got next, Greg? What's on next? It is network. Oh, we're not going to the game? No. Oh, okay. So it is Freddie Coleman, my friend Freddie Coleman. So tune into that. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 3.55. See ya.